0: Hello, everyone, and a welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie
1: and Carmen. Are you okay? <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to continue. Um, so, today we have a very special guest on. We have Alyssa Rutquicks. Did I say your last name right?
0: You did.
1: Okay. <laughs> I always panic. Um, we have a Bookstagrammer and book club hostess, Alyssa Rutquicks, on today. Um, just to kind of do like a little interview and get to know you situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The title is still a work in progress on what this episode's gonna be called. So okay. we're just gonna see what happens and go from there. Sounds um great. But we do always start out with our currently reading. Okay. Um so my current read, I always have an audio book and a physical book going at the same time. Um my audiobook is On the Way to the Wedding by Julia Quinn, and my physical book is The Cursed Rose by Leslie Vedder, which is an arc read that I am reviewing for Mugglenet, so that's fun. <laughs> um, it's the last book of the series. I've been able to read and review all her books for this series so far, so I'm very excited about this last one. Um, but yeah, Hallie, what are your current reads?
0: So I am currently reading *The Sea of Monsters* by Rick Riordan. It's the second book in the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series. And the manga that I'm reading this week is *Spy Family* Volume Seven. And Alyssa, do you want to give your current read?
2: Sure. So I <laughs> I'm literally reading a horror book and then a romance
0: book. <laughs> so Understandable. The,
2: <laughs> the romance one is One Night by Lena Hendricks, and it is so good so far, and then I started the Haunted series by Lee um, Mountford, and I finished the first book, and so I'm on the second book now. Um, they're both super good. I normally also have an audiobook, but I'm not audiobooking this week since I haven't been to work, so.
1: <laughs> okay, I understand that deeply because yeah. I only ever listen to an audiobook when I'm at work as well, yeah. so yeah. I <laughs> understand completely. Um okay. So, kind of getting on into the interview, um we kind of just have like an array of questions that we ask all new guests and then we have some questions that are like specifically for, for you. Um but first question we have is what got you into reading? Um what book was it and what age?
2: Okay. Um I know that we've kind of talked about this. So, obviously, you know, I'm a Junie e. B. Jones stan. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I definitely read, like, The Babysitter's Club, like, those books, too, and uh, there was this other series that I read that I had actually got from my grandma, and I wish that I could, like, figure out what the series was, but definitely the first series, or I guess, like, books that I ever read were the Judy B. Jones ones, and I read, like, Love. on and off, like, all throughout, like, middle school, um, obviously, like, Twilight era, all of that kind of stuff um and then I really like I didn't really read I don't think I even read in high school um because the last Twilight book I think came out when I was in like seventh grade or something like that so um I after that I don't think I read at all and then when COVID hit I had been in grad school and we literally left for spring break and never went back (laughs) so i didn't have a job i didn't have school i literally had nothing to do for like from march until july when i started working so all of that time i had nothing to do so i was like "Hmm, i think i'm gonna start reading some thrillers like that just sounds interesting so i literally just went on amazon and like just said, like, psychological thrillers and ordered a bunch of books. And then, like, from that point until then, obviously, um, I was pregnant with my son. And so then when I had him, I didn't read for, like, four months after that, just trying to, like, figure everything out. And then after that, from that point to now, just read obsessively.
1: (laughs) I mean, I could, like, honestly relate to over half of that because Mm -hmm. that's how – pretty much how my reading journey was as well. And like I did read in high school. That's what where I like kind of got into reading. Yeah. But the like COVID thing, I hardcore relate. Yeah. <laughs> Cause the same. I was without a job from April to August. Yeah. And um was like home, no work. Yep. Um no job, no school. Yep. <laughs> and I was cranking through the books that year. Yeah. Understandable. Also, thank you for representing all the Junie B. Joan fans out there, because <laughs> yeah. she's the real one.
2: Yeah, she is. I really, like, I honestly think I'm going to, like, buy a book and, like, start reading it to Jack at Night.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can count it towards your reading goals for Goodreads. It'd be easy. <laughs> It'd be great. I still have all of my copies.
2: Oh, I wish I would have kept them.
1: I still have all of them. Those were my jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe they never made those into like a movie or TV show like they did like Ramona and Beesus and all I that know. kind of stuff
2: I know honestly yeah but I'm also kind of glad though because they could have ruined it
1: <laughs> exactly exactly I understand <laughs> all right so next
0: question is what do you love about reading mm,
2: I love that I don't have to be alone with my thoughts amen <laughs> <laughs> hey, Um, that's why there's always a Kindle book, a physical book and an audio book going at all times, because I and if I'm not listening to an audio book, I'm listening to music like there's no no silence. (laughs) Um, But honestly, I feel like within like last year. Honestly, last year, I really, really branched out, like, all of the genres and, like, um, tropes. And I just read, like, a lot of different things last year. And I found that I really love, like, the majority of all different, like, especially tropes that I would never thought that I would like. And then I end up reading it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I love that. <laughs> um, I just think, I don't know. I think reading is just so cool that we get to just like, dive into, like, this other world, and, like, you're so enmeshed in it, and then all, then you finish it, and you're, like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> and then you yep. just went to the next one.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, for real, like, um, I don't know, I, I'm the same way, like, I always either, I'm either reading, watching a show, or listening to music, like, yeah. I'm always distracted at all times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I understand. Um, what is your favorite book? Mm. That's like the hardest question in the world to answer, yeah. I know. But
2: <laughs> um, Let's see. Honestly, I'll just go off of my top book last year, um, which was Say You Swear um, by Megan Brandy, and I am literally chomping at the bit to reread it. I read it on Kindle, and so I have been needing to get a physical copy so I can annotate it because I really just want to dive back into it. And um, my brother-in-law's girlfriend, I got her that book for Christmas. And so she's been reading it and like texting me. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, now I have to like reread it like ASAP. So honestly, I think that at, at this point right now is my favorite. I hope that when I reread it, that doesn't change. <laughs> but because sometimes I was wondering happens.
1: if you were going to say that or birthday girl.
2: Yeah, oh god, I do. And I am going to reread Birthday Girl cuz my birthday is in a few weeks. And so I was like, okay, well, it's just, you know, you have to reread it for your birthday.
1: Oh my god. I still need to read it. it. It's on my Kindle. I did add it cuz it's on Kindle yeah. Unlimited. So, yeah. I am going to read it at some point.
2: Yeah, you definitely need to cuz it is so good.
1: You know, just part of my dark romance journey.
2: Mhm. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're in that journey.
1: <laughs> I I am too, honestly. But I agree with what you said about like the trope thing too. Like mm-hmm. that's been my thing with dark romances and like pretty much any genre is if it's done in the right way, I can yeah. like any trope. Yes. But it has to be done in the right way. Right.
2: Yeah. So. I totally agree.
1: Speaking of tropes,
0: Hallie. <laughs> um, my favorite <laughs> question of all, what is your favorite trope?
2: Oh God okay definitely enemies to lovers yes like i honestly even like rivals to lovers anything where like there's like the book that i'm reading right now one night they're like found family rivals and there's accidental pregnancy in it and i am like eating it up like it's the last supper
1: (laughs) i love it
2: Like, it is just, I love the enemy aspect. Like, obviously, when it's done right. Now, if they're, like, being, like, extremely, like, way over the edge, mean to each other, especially if, like, the guy is doing it to the girl and, like, being very, like, just crossing the line, then I'm like, no, I don't vibe with this. But when it's done right, where it's, like, the banter, kind of flirting, like, we hate each other, that, oh, God, so good. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like the second book in the Brutal Obsession series was mm. the wrong choices oh to God. make.
2: You know, for that book to be so bad, I think about it so often about how like scarred I think it may be.
1: <laughs> same, same. It was so copy and paste of the first one, but like yeah. the red flag version.
2: Yeah, literally. And
1: there were so many decisions that I was like, okay, I like Enemy Celebrities, but not when it's done this yeah, way.
0: Not when it's it crosses just, the line. <laughs> Carmen was telling me about it and I was like, what?
2: I know. It yeah. it was oof. That I was glad that we read it like around the same time so we could say, yeah. like, talk to each other about it because that was like rough.
1: <laughs> no, I just remember texting you and saying, um, he tattooed her. Yeah. <laughs> what?
2: Yeah. The tattoo, like that was definitely a red flag, but it was the chipping. like while he drugged her that was just that was way that was when I was like should I even finish reading this book because that just like crossed every line (laughs) that I have
1: same I honestly almost gave up after he after he tattooed her I almost quit Yeah. and then I kind of like persisted because I was like I just need to finish it yeah I just need to finish it out yeah but I mm -mm, that one was bad yeah. So th- there's an example, like enemy Slovers is my favorite trope as well, but there's an example of how you can, even the best trope can be done in the wrong yes. way.
2: Yes, it sure can. <laughs> so
1: who is your favorite author?
2: Mm, Daphne Perry.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I know
2: that that's probably a shock to everyone. Not really. Um, I yeah. just a lot like honestly so last year was my Daphne Perry-, Perry era I went through her backlist which I'm still not done I think I have like five more I'm done with all her series and now I just have to read yes. her standalones okay. um so I think I have like four or five books left but so last year was that the year before was my Colleen Hoover which is just you know a canon event <laughs> like yes. we like and even me and Alexis were talking about it um Like earlier this week about how, like, I, I'm not going to say I don't like calling Colleen Hoover books now. I really do still like them. I honestly, my top favorite ones, I will probably reread at some point. But I just don't really vibe with her as a person, like morally so. I am mm-hmm. not necessarily going to like support future books per se. Um, unless she does a
0: thriller one because her thriller ones are really
1: good. Yeah, <laughs> <No, laughs> right. If she ever puts out a sequel to Verity, I'm <laughs> snapping that. Oh, I, I, yeah.
0: I need it so I probably. need a sequel now. Yeah. I think I think she could do a sequel and do it good
2: and it would just like blow our minds. But I also think she could do a sequel and not do it justice, and then we would just right. be like, "Uh,
0: right." Yeah.
1: Just make it more confusing, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, as to which one you believe. Like, yeah. just keep confusing us. Yeah. um No, I agree with that. Like, I some I've still got like a whole stack of her books on my shelf mm-hmm. that I loved. Like, yeah. "Ugly Love" was like my jam. Yeah. I know there's the I one, love- there's the one line that everybody hates, yeah. where it was like, "He got my balls" or whatever. <laughs> and I also hate that moment but the book itself was so good
2: yeah it was like I I that's that's one of my top ones I also love Too Late which I know she just re like put out like rebranded it edited it and put it back out but I think that is one of her most underrated books that she has because it is so good
1: I haven't read that one yet I've got the other, she's got another thriller, Layla, that yeah. I haven't read, but it's on my shelf. It was, <laughs> I didn't,
2: so it's a paranormal um romance I guess sort of okay. I didn't realize that going in so when the book started I was like what the crap is going on <laughs> so but I mean I do think it was good I think if I would have known what it actually like was about because I always go into books blind unless someone tells yeah. me or like if I see like a quote on TikTok or like bookstagram or something oh. then otherwise I'm going in blind like I just like doing it that way um mm-hmm. But sometimes that does, like, bite you in the butt when then you start reading and you're like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was really glad that I did not go in fully blind with Haunting Adeline. Yeah. Because <laughs> that one would have been a real shell shock to the system.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I had some idea of what was going to happen, and I, I, I did have forewarning about the one scene, yes. so that was good.
2: Yes, yeah, she's, she's one of my other um, authors that it's, like, just an auto-buy, like, I've read all the books that she has out, um, and I know she's about, hopefully soon, putting Sibby's duet out, and so she's another one that, like, I'm always gonna read her books, like, they're so good.
1: Yeah, I've got a bunch of hers on my shelf that I need to read, Yeah. and then my Kindle Unlimited is, like, full of dark romances, including hers. <laughs> yeah. It's really a sad day. Caitlyn has really like turned over a new leaf yeah, on me.
2: I know. I love it. I'm hoping she like slowly like grasps onto each person in book club. <laughs> yeah.
1: <She's laughs> turning me into a dark romance writer as we speak.
2: But I think it like, like you said before, if it's done right, it's not bad. Like no. I, f- I feel like every trope, there is a book out there that everyone will like at some yeah. point. Like everyone is going to like a book about. A trope even if like because I I was never an accidental pregnancy like hater I just didn't really like know what I thought about it but then when I read out on a limb I was like oh my god like when it's done like this this is the most amazing book like I've ever read and so now that I'm reading the other one the one night and I'm hoping that it does like set it up for kind of the same like it actually done right so I just feel like if tropes are done right then everyone will like them at some
1: point, yeah. Well, and I even say, like, enemies or er, friends to lovers is my least favorite trope. Same. <laughs> but there are some books that I have loved that have yeah. been friends to lovers, and it's because I just like it's my least favorite trope. But if you have some tension in there,
2: yeah,
1: I'm gonna grab onto that with all my might. Like, it yeah. needs tension. Yeah. And like, the real reason for friends to lovers being my least favorite is Shadow and Bone because. Mal um, was kind of the worst to Elena, and I was like, he does it feel like your friend. I feel like
0: me, leader we Leader of the pick-me club. <laughs>
1: I love him. Him and Gail Hawthorne and Dane from Fourth Wing just need to <laughs> go somewhere. What is your favorite genre?
2: This is going to be a dumb question, but is that like fiction, nonfiction? Yeah. I mean. Or like
1: um, fantasy, romance.
2: Oh, okay. Okay um let's see I don't that's hard lately I'm gonna say romance just because I've read like the biggest amount of romance um but like recently I have been like a lot into horror and like fantasy romanticy like so romance is always gonna I guess be my top or I don't know I'm actually gonna change that so scratch everything i just said and i'm gonna say thriller because thriller okay. was what started me reading it's always what like i kind of gravitate back towards like if i'm in if i'm in a slump i'm always gonna go for a thriller um oh yeah but it has to be a good like psychological thriller and like
1: yes that's the best kind
2: (laughs) yes like I want my mind to be blown I want there to be a twist coming out of left field that like I never saw coming so like you know Frieda McFadden books Riley Sager like those those are the books that I always like gravitate towards when I'm in a slump so yeah I'm gonna say thriller
1: (laughs) have you read Aaron A. Craig
2: have I read what
1: Erin A. Craig she writes um House of Salt and Sorrows No. and then she recently came out with House of Roots and Ruin um and then she's got Small Favors are the her books they're like they're a little paranormal but they are like psychological thrillers all the way like you never know what's gonna happen next they're so good
2: I'll definitely have to look into that because I love those and it's hard to find like one's where you really like don't see it coming and that's what right like that's what I want I want to literally be mind blown and like I will pick apart a book the whole time I'm reading it and be like okay well it's gonna be this person so like if someone does end up surprising me I'm like you are the one
1: (laughs) same and House of Salt and Sorrows like Callie and I read read that at like the same time and (laughs) we were texting each other like I had no idea, like that that was gonna happen. Like there was just so many twists and turns, and um, it. We always describe it as the horror version of the Twelve Dancing Princesses Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> so if that intrigues you, go okay, for it. Well, I just um, it's yeah, I not that on that.
2: Kindle Unlimited, but I screenshot it so I can maybe find it at the library right. or just. Buy
1: well, I also it have a copy. If you just want me to bring it to book club for you to borrow. <laughs>
2: okay that sounds great
1: (laughs) um there was something else I was gonna say I don't remember what it was oh (laughs) moving on um who is your number one fictional boyfriend
2: oh god don't ask me that that is so (laughs) hard pull out
1: Um, pull out your list
2: yeah literally I'm gonna say Christian Harper who is the <gasps> uh, main male character in Twisted Lies.
0: Yes, um, I love you for saying that.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he like oh. that's one book. I will reread every single year and it just gets better mm. every time I reread it. Like I, oh my God, everything about that book. Like I'm literally getting chills right now. <laughs> just thinking it. About
0: was it. So, it was so good. I remember oh. reading it. It was so good.
2: It is. So, yeah, he's definitely a um, daddy to me. <laughs> if I saw him on the street, I think I would uproot my entire life for him.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Honestly, I could say that about a lot of my fictional boyfriends, so I understand. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Dorian Havilliard, where are you at? Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do remember what I was going to say. So, we were talking about, like, never seeing it coming. Powerless. By Lauren Roberts did that to me because I don't know if you've read Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. No, but the first half of that book felt like Red Queen and I was like low-key getting upset because I was like, if this does what I think it's going to do, then it's going to feel like a ripoff of Red Queen and I'm going to be really upset because I was really excited about this book and it went a completely different direction and so I was like shook. I need to read Powerless, but I can't
0: find a copy. So, Carmen's going to let me borrow hers. (laughs) Yes. yes. I have went into Barnes & Noble, like, twice. And they are sold out every time I'm in there. I'm like, come on. I know. Oh, my gosh.
1: It is annotated. So, she's going to have fun with my coffee.
2: Oh, nice. I was so mad at myself. So, when I read it, I was just not in the mood to annotate. And I deeply regret it now. Like, And so, I honestly think, like... I might reread it, like, next month just so I can annotate
1: it. I mean, go for it. I, like, I read it on my Kindle, so I had to make, like, quick highlights and notes in my Kindle. And then I went back and, like, did it to my physical book. Yeah. but it was so good. The, if you like Powerless though, you would love Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard.
2: I know. Me and it's Alexis like... were just talking about that. Cause she was like, have you read, did you see where Carmen said that it was like that? And I was like, I know I need to read it. <laughs> but she yeah. had it. We found it. We went to McKay's one day and she was like, this is such a pretty cover. And so she read like the description. She's like, I'm going to get this. And I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> yes, I love those books. Those are one of the, that's one of the first like major fantasy books that i ever read
2: mm-hmm. that
1: like got me into reading was red queen by victoria Aveyard. Oh i love and like follow her on instagram because she is so funny and she'll post like writing tips and like yeah. people ask her questions about being traditionally published and she'll post like answers to stuff she's mm-hmm. really cool um but she's it's getting turned into a tv show
2: yes i saw that
1: and Elizabeth Banks is producing in it, and I'm excited.
2: Oh, hopefully, hopefully it's good.
1: Yes, I, I really severely hope so. But I think Victoria is writing the script, so hopefully that will do something for it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, next question that we have is, what character has inspired you the most?
2: Oh, goodness. Um. <laughs> That's a hard question
1: these questions are like book therapy
2: yeah, literally oh my gosh like my mind like is blank <laughs> um do you think? I don't know if it's just one character like I feel like a lot of the times like even just random like female main characters in a book like I'll take pieces from like each one so it's not necessarily one it's just like a big lump sum of all of them obviously like not the super annoying ones
1: <laughs> but, right yeah but,
2: like there have definitely been like books that I've read and like the female main character is like maybe her life was like similar to mine or like just I don't know she's like overcoming something or just being like very like inspirational and I'm just like oh my god like that is so cool and like I've definitely had books where like maybe I'm dealing with something and then that book character is dealing with it and like the way that that person gets through it I'm like oh that's a great idea (laughs) or like that's a great way to look at it or like perspective so I feel like it's I know that that's kind of a lame answer that it's not just one but like just all the pieces of characters kind of like lumped into one.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think it's hard to pick just one that you relate to the most. I feel like anytime we read books, like even then, I'll still find characters and I'll just like see bits and pieces of them that are like me. And it just,
1: I think that's what makes reading all the more fun.
2: Yeah, it definitely
1: does. I tend to like. I've always struggled with like I never find a character who's going through the same things I am, but I always find characters that they'll like say or do something. And I'm like, okay, that's exactly something I would say or do. Yeah. And like I find my personality traits in other characters.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. Same. Um, okay, so this one's kind of a which version is your favorite? kind of question um hardcover paperback ebook or audiobook
2: I'm definitely when it comes to physical book definitely paperback but I definitely gravitate towards my kindle and like I always do an audiobook so pretty much all of that except for hardback
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I'm of the like not unpopular opinion, but like of the minority that I really have never had a preference on hardback or paperback, like really. Yeah. And so, like, I'll just buy whatever copy I see. The only <laughs> exception to that is if I have a series and I've already got the first two in paperback, yeah. I'm not buying the third one in hardback because yeah. that's just like the characteristic yeah. of a serial killer. Like, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, always think i kind of just gravitate towards paperback because i mean a majority of my shelves are paperback Yeah. um so i feel like just always gravitate towards however that is now all of my throne of glass and akatar and crescent city those are all
1: in hardback (laughs) because yeah it's my favorites
0: well like most
1: books you buy in the bookstore like they're mostly paperback people don't really sell hardbacks anymore unless you're ordering off of amazon yeah. Or unless it's like a brand new book that just came out. Yeah. Right, and it's in hardback. Yeah. Um, but I know you've talked about you use Kindle Unlimited and Audible, right? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, have you had a preference between the two or? Um,
2: Definitely. I'm a Kindle. If there's one Kindle Unlimited fan, it's me. <laughs> um, I have used Kindle Unlimited since like I want to say like 2019, maybe like the very beat. No, just kidding, that's a lie. Um, I definitely got Kindle Unlimited. I think the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021, um, and I have had it ever since. I have never ran out of books to read. I will will never run out of books to read. I will say like their audiobook selection is definitely not it, but. Yes. Yeah. I have listened to audiobooks on Kindle Unlimited, so, but there just isn't a huge, like, selection, not, like, the popular books or anything like that, um, right. so definitely Kindle Unlimited. I, it's not that I don't like Audible, I just wish it was cheaper and that you got more out of it, because um, yeah. I use um, Scribed, which is now Everand, um, and I, I definitely like that, but I did learn over the summer. Um, because obviously I'm off in the summer and my son would go to, um, daycare like twice a week. And so when he would go, I would put on an, an, on an audio book that morning. And then I would finish it before I'd pick him up. Cause I literally would just listen to it the entire day. And I realized that Everand does cap how many books you read, and they will make titles, like, popular titles, like, as you get closer to your cap, they'll make those titles disappear, so then you just can't even see them. It's just very strange. What? (laughs) And then they will say, like, say I wanted to read Powerless or listen to Powerless, and I had got to my cap, like, it would then say this title is not available until January 21st or whatever. And, like, that's how they would frame it. They wouldn't tell you that it was capped because you read too much. (laughs) They would just act like those titles weren't on there. It's very strange. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: That's wild. No. (laughs) Why are they gatekeeping like that? Like, that's not (laughs) necessary. Just give me (laughs) my books.
2: I know. And, like, I will – granted, you definitely have to read quite a bit for it to get capped. But because I was literally averaging, like, a book a day at that point – yeah. Um, because like we would go for walks and I would listen to an audiobook or something and it just yeah, I quickly realized that <laughs> that it's not as unlimited as it like networks itself to be.
1: That's crazy. No, I've got both Kindle Unlimited and Audible. I do like Audible because they do have some books for free
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that I like to read. Like some of the Bridgerton books ended up being free when I was yeah. listening to them. So mm-hmm. that worked. Um but I only like just recently became a Kindle Unlimited user, but I've loved it so far because half the dark romance books that I want to read have yeah. been on there for free, which has been great. Um, but recently I've been really impressed with Spotify for adding more free audiobooks with premium.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if you have like the Spotify premium account, like a lot of the popular books have been on there like the Jeanette McCurdy audiobooks on there um a bunch of the Bridgertons the first um and ACOMATH the graphic audio versions are on there for free so like I just recently figured that one out but I've been really impressed with them lately because when they first started doing audiobooks you still had to pay for the audiobooks and I was so infuriated I was like, yeah. Are "You kidding me? Like, I'm literally paying for an account. You can't give me no. some audiobooks for free." And now they've changed that up, so that's nice. But
2: yeah, that it's nice.
1: So I'll just, you know, I'll just have all three: Spotify, Audible, and <laughs> Kindle Unlimited. It's fine. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. So currently fighting with my cat. Um, <laughs> what is your number one book recommendation? If you could recommend to anyone. Which one's your top? Hmm,
2: Definitely. Um, I'm going to say Say You Swear. I know that I already said that was my favorite book. But I honestly feel like there are, there's, like, if there was a book that the author said I am going to take these readers on an emotional roller coaster. I'm going to kick them multiple times while they're down <laughs> and keep it coming. But then I'm going to end the book, and like you'll be emotionally damaged, but like you'll kind of be okay. Like that <laughs> is that book. Like the emotional damage that I got from that book was definitely up there, but it it has so, there's so much that goes on that in that book, so many tropes, so much just, like, character development, and, like, changes, and it's just, it's a wild ride, but I feel like I haven't met anyone that didn't like the book so far, and if they did, you know, they would just be wrong, so. Oh. <laughs>
1: and that's when you start learning, how do I ban somebody from Instagram? Yeah.
2: I know. <laughs> yes, you are wrong. Uh, but so definitely, I would say that incorrect. book.
1: That is incorrect. That's funny. Um, so kind of jumping into like the bookstagram side of things, yes. what made you decide to start a bookstagram?
2: Um. So I, so my bookstagram actually used to be my personal like Instagram account. Like I would post pictures of Jack, Evan, like um my life like just stuff like that like and then after I had Jack I was kind of like mm, I just I would post stuff in my stories but it was very rare for me to ever post like any personal pictures like on my feed like I was just using stories and then like as he got older I was just kind of like I I'm not sure that I really want to like share him per se like I have a Facebook but it's super private. Like. You obviously can see, like, my profile picture and my cover photo, which has him in it. But, like, other than that, like, unless I, like, friend request to you um, or, like, accept your request, like, you can't see anything. So I kind of was like, okay. And then I, and from 2020, I had post book reviews, but just in my stories. And I had gained, like, a lot of, like, friendships and, like, people who would DM me, ask me for recommendations, like, we would talk about books, so it kind of just, like, happened, (laughs) like, I stopped posting all the other stuff and then just kept posting book things, and then all, and then I was like, you know what, I don't have that much content on here anyways, I'm just gonna wipe it clean, and I'm just gonna create my bookstagram, and that's exactly what I did.
0: (laughs) Understandable. Yeah. All right, so... Do you have a social media strategy when it comes to your bookstagram? Um,
2: No, I like to think I do, but it's kind of (laughs) just vibes. (laughs) Um, It just depends. Like I, I, I don't have like certain like presets that I use. I, I just kind of literally just do what I want. Um, I, I like the idea of being a little more uniform and like but I don't know I have found when I was like trying to plan like reels and like kind of gain like momentum on my account I would get really burnt out and then I would just not post anything for like weeks and I just realized like I that's not really what I want to get out of it like I literally just want to share books. And, like, make the friendships. And so I was, like, you know what? I just need to, like, stop trying so hard and literally just post what I want. So, like, some weeks I'll post three times. Some weeks I won't post for, like, two. <laughs> so it just kind of just depends. And I just – I have figured out, granted, like, what works, what gets more likes, um, what doesn't, like, stuff like that. But even then, like, I also just don't care. Like, I'm, like, if I want to post it, I'm going to post it. I don't care if it gets likes or – Whatever, obviously, it's nice to you know go viral and stuff like that, but um, but yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, that's kind of been with my thing. I have been doing the like two posts a day, one of them's a real, and I've even been thinking lately about slamming it down to like one post a day and just trying to back off a little bit because it gets hard to like come up with the ideas, yeah, every single day um but yeah I get it
2: yeah
1: um so who right now you don't (laughs) now that I'm saying this question this feels weird after what I just said who is your favorite bookstagrammer (laughs)
2: um I'm gonna say probably Logan's Library um she so her account used to be Elsie's Bookstagram. And then she rebranded it. I think her and her friend used to do it together. And then she kind of just rebranded it into her own. And so now it's Logan's library. But I just, I like obviously don't know her personally, but like just her right. like stories of like her talking and just like this stuff that she posts, the content that she makes, the book um, special edition boxes that she does. Like it's always an instant purchase. Like I just really like, like her whole page is just so aesthetically pleasing all of her recommendations like i pretty much if she recommends it i'm gonna end up reading it same with um her and then fit teacher rachel they okay, both,
0: wonderful
2: Yeah, so they both um just did a book subscription or not subscription just a book special edition box and she is another one that if she she'll put out a few boxes like a couple times a year of like books and like she's another one if she recommends that I'm going to read it so I always end up getting her special edition box just because I loved those books just as much as she did so I would say those two are definitely like my top ones I'm keeping up with what they're posting like making sure I don't miss posts like stuff like that
1: right yeah I do follow fit teacher Rachel Mm-hmm. Um and I did see I think maybe you had posted about something with Logan's library and I had yes. looked at her page too so yeah. 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 All right. So
0: next question that we have is what is advice you would give to anyone who is going to start a bookstagram? Um
2: just do it. <laughs> Literally it's <laughs> uh, it's honestly Nike. I had definitely had like imposter syndrome when I first started it. I was like, why would I? And I think that that's why it took me so long to just like pull the plug because I was like, why would anyone want to follow me? Like I, I lost obviously because I went from a personal account to then just posting about books. Obviously I lost a lot of people, um, which I get that. Like there were people from like high school that, you know, had followed me and, they don't care about books and like I get it so it definitely has like take a while. it it's taken a while to kind of like build it back up but it's just the amount of friendships the amount of people that like I have connected with over books like if I could have told like high school me who like really didn't have that many friends like I had a group of friends but like not necessarily like true friends. Um, if I could have told high school me that I would have these like insane true friendships that I have had because I did a bookstagram and like have met these people through, um, I would be like shocked. I'd be like, no, there's no way. (laughs) But I just, I had someone that had messaged me a little while ago, someone that I knew from high school. And she was like, I'm really thinking of starting a bookstagram. Like but I don't want you to think that I'm like copying you. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I would never think that. Like, I think if you like books, create a freaking bookstagram and I will follow you (laughs) and I will share your content. Like I, I don't know. I think the bookstagram community, obviously not everyone's perfect, but I have had very minimal, like bad experiences with people through bookstagram. So honestly, I can't even think of a single experience that was bad um and i have just gotten like so many friendships and like just so so much deeper connection with people and like just people that i never thought that i would talk to or be friends with or anything like that like just it's just like the community and the connection so i think yeah. everyone should just if you read books make a bookstagram
1: <laughs> yeah no i would second that like um the when we did the bookmas uh mm-hmm. like gifts and that book that I that Carrie got from yes my uh what was it dirty Santa's up yeah okay. yeah I started with secret Santa that's not right um that book that's how I met the author Brit yeah. was through book talk but also bookstagram mm-hmm. um and yeah I've made some really good friends and like you said I haven't had any no negative experiences for sure no other than the people who said they like K.L. And the, we, we just ignore those comments.
2: Yes, I know. Well, and like, so I had one viral video and it has nothing to do with books. It was the, it was a Taylor Swift one. Oh, no. And so I definitely felt attacked on that video. Because obviously people who don't like Taylor Swift, they have very strong opinions about it. Very. Um, they are wrong, but they do have their strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... So that's the only, like, when I was talking about it, that was the only thing that I could think of. Like, people were very rude on there. Not everyone, but there were definitely some hate comments on there. But um, So really, there hasn't been any experience through Bookstagram that I've had that has been bad.
1: Well, I did have that one girl that told me I had small bookshelves. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, if you want to buy me bigger ones, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I know. What a thing to complain about.
2: I know. In their house, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. If you want to buy me bigger ones, here's my address.
2: Exactly. Let me
1: know when they're on their way.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> it. Um, so kind of shifting now into like the book club world. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you decide to start a book club?
2: Um, I had been thinking about it for a while. And then I have had, like, before that, I had had, like, a few people, like, say, like, oh, you should start a book club, and I just kind of, like, laughed it off, I was like, haha, yeah, okay, (laughs) and then I was like, why, because then again, imposter syndrome, like, why would I do that, like, I'm literally a nobody, (laughs) no one would ever want to hang out with me, like, why, (laughs) and so, but I ended up, um, I don't, I honestly, I can't think of what even made me decide. I think I literally was talking to Alexis about it and I was like, do you think I should do it? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, because even if we only have like two other people that come, that would still be so much fun. Right. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to do it. So then obviously I posted on my Instagram if anyone was interested and there were a good handful of people that were interested that I added to the group. And then obviously after our first meeting, I posted it on Facebook, which I'm not going to say I regret doing that, but it has become a bigger like, group, which I am very, very thankful for, but I do feel bad that, like, we have to cap the meetings, and, but it just, it works better when it's
0: smaller,
2: so I do feel bad, but, and I almost wish I wouldn't have, but I also have met new people through posting it on Facebook, so it's just, yeah, a double-end sword.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with, like, the smaller situations, because, like, as someone who attends, I think it's just more intimate, and, like, everyone can talk to everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's the occasional, like, small groupings, but, like, at the end of the, at some point in the meeting, we're all talking to everybody. Exactly. And I feel like the bigger that gets, the less chance that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, because then, I mean, when it's a bigger group, you kind of just gravitate towards the people that you're comfortable with, especially me. Like, I'm not a very extroverted person. So, like, when creating that book club and, like, knowing that there were new people coming to the first meeting, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. (laughs) But I was like, I just have to, all I have to do is talk to them. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But, like, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so scary. But it was, I know, like, obviously, you know, you were there for the first meeting. And it... It when we like when everyone left, I was like that. The book sucked, obviously, but but that was like the. <laughs> it was like the best experience that I had had, and I was like, I am so glad that I did this. And then like, the friendships that I have had through book club, and like meeting people, and there being four new people coming to January's, like yeah, I'm excited. It just and I I was so shocked because I was like in December, I was obviously like thinking back on like the year in book club and all of the friendships that I have gotten through book club. And then I was like, you know, I'm so glad that like these people keep coming. And I was like, but you know, I wish that like it would keep growing. So we would get like new people. And then in January we had all those new people and I was like, okay, great. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: I think, and it's just going to keep doing that. And I'm super excited to see kind of like where it goes and you know obviously this year we're formatting book club a little differently and so there are going to be like like the times where we don't have the themed event it's more intimate and it's more like You're just eating your dinner and like chatting. And then for the themed events, it's like we get to get dressed up and we get to take pictures and like do fun things. And but we're not doing that every time, which I'm thankful for, because after (laughs) when we first started it and we were doing like the decorations like three times in a row, I was like, I can't keep doing this or I'm going to stop liking doing book
1: clubs. Yes. I remember talking to Emily about it. Emily was like, do you think she's going to do that every time? I was like, I don't know. She's got more energy than I do if she does.
2: Yeah no absolutely not i think after the halloween one i was like i because like i mean we would spend the whole week like getting the balloon arch ready and getting everything like all the decorations and the food and everything and i was just like i can't keep doing this so i am very thankful um that everyone was okay with us kind of switching it up and i am very excited for our themed events this year like Um, I'm just super excited for everything and I hope everyone else likes the way that we're doing it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I like, I remember the first time I came without Emily and I was like, oh gosh, I don't know nobody here. (laughs) And, but like, like you said, with keeping it small like that, it makes it less daunting for like in my situation. So when I went, I kind of like sat with people I had talked to last time and like, yeah, now I'm like super comfortable. Like if Emily couldn't come this next month, like I'd be comfortable coming on my own, you know, like. Right. Um and with the smaller groups, you get moments like when we, you know, were at Melanie's house last month,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: just everyone sitting around the couch and not having yeah. to like space out. Yep. I think it makes it less. Yeah, it does. So agree.
0: All right. So what is your favorite thing about hosting a book club?
2: Um, I guess I like that. I get to be the one to pick the theme events. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
2: I definitely am like, I, this is going to sound so bad, but like, I like to have the control. Like if I yep. have an idea in my head, I don't want anyone to help me because I just feel like they're going to mess it up. <laughs> Which I'm is so it. bad, but like, I'm just, I'm very, I'm type one like Enogram, perfectionist, like um, type A personality. Like I, I like to do stuff myself Um, or be the one to be like, okay, (laughs) we're going to do it this way. (laughs) But no, I really just, I just, I don't know. There isn't really anything like specific that I like about hosting it. I think I just like that it is happening. Like it, we pulled the plug you know, people wanted to, like, that everyone keeps coming, I guess, every month, like, they clearly must like us all, because (laughs) they keep coming, um, I just, I don't know, I like, I guess that that's what I like, is just, like, the community around it, and, like, just having that, and getting to, I guess, like, do the themes, and, like, decorate, because I love decorating, I think if I, didn't go for like social work I would have been like an event planner um I just like doing that kind of stuff and like themes but obviously I don't want to do it every time so
1: yeah no I'm I'm on the type three enneagram so like I'll plan it all day long like Emily and I joked about me planning her wedding and then I told her one day, I said, Emily, no, I, like, legit, I'll plan it, and she said, okay, I said, I'll plan it, but, like, I'm the type that I'll plan it all day long, but if somebody else can do it for me, that'd be great. Yeah, so, yeah, but I understand, um, okay, so what is on your TBR for
0: 2024?
2: Hmm, um, obviously, like, new (laughs) release-wise, Um, I think Debney is putting out, like, four books, I think, this year. Don't quote me on that. Um, But I know that she definitely has some, like, rolling out, a new series rolling out, like, other ones that go with um, an existing series that's still going. Um, Obviously, um, you know, Crescent City 3. I'm super excited to read that. And there's honestly like there's a lot of book series that like the the next book in the series is coming out this year. So like there's, there's just a lo- there's a lot that's coming out, especially from like spring <laughs> and summer. Like there's just there's a lot coming out then. Um, so I'm just excited for all of that. I'm also like really continuing to broaden my like, horizons with reading and tropes and genres and stuff, I, I don't know, like, I'm just kind of, I'm a, like, 100% a mood reader, so, so, -hmm. like, I'm obviously in my thriller horror era, but that doesn't mean that like literally tomorrow, I'm gonna want nothing but like romance. Like it just it just right. honestly depends. So, but I am excited for all of the like continuations and like new series that are coming out from authors that I like this year.
1: Yeah, and I think I saw an article. I don't know if it's true, but I guess we're supposed to so we get House of Flame and Shadow at the mm-hmm. end of this month. And I guess it's been rumored that another book by her is gonna drop this year.
2: Yeah, I did see
1: that. And I'm. I can't take it. I guess it'll be like the new the new series. Because I don't think it would be ACOTAR. Because I think she said that was going to be next year. I think.
2: Yeah, which I just don't get that. Like, why do we keep putting out books for other things? But you're not going to give us another book for ACOTAR.
0: Could you at least tell us who it's about?
2: Exactly. Like, I just want something. Because at this point, I'm like, is it just done? Was that just the ending?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I need to know whose POV it is because Emily's theory is that it's going to be more because Frost and Starlight was introducing Cassian, Nesta, and Moore's POV. Yeah. And then we got Silver Flames, which was yeah. Cassian Moore. and Nesta's POV. And Moore was practically gone the whole time. <laughs> so, he thinks more. I really hope that it's, like, I can feel like Sarah... I really feel like Sarah would want to mess with the readers this way, specifically with my head this way. And I could see her making the POVs, Asriel, Elaine, and Gwen. Oh God. And that would just kill me. You know, that would just yeah. be the end of me.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Dig my grave.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, so what are your 2024 reading goals? Um, so my
2: reading goal is I think I did 150 um which I probably so last year I started at like 125 in 2021 I read I think like 153 books and so I was like well there's no way because I had started a new job at the end of last year and so I was like I don't know how this is gonna work like um kind of still figuring stuff out so I was like I'm gonna set it at 125 well then obviously I ended up reading 183 books (laughs) so
0: I I want to be you when I grow up
2: (laughs) um it's a little like obsessive so maybe not um but it honestly like this being off in the summer is what made my goal so high and so I'm like obviously that will continue again this year so I was like I think 150 is safe I do think there were times that like I had to tell myself like you don't have to read like it's not that serious yeah. so like I would get a little like be like oh my god okay I have to start a book today because if I don't then my reading goal is going to be this and like blah, blah 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 and I just yeah this year I'm not doing that <laughs> like if I don't because I go back and forth like some I don't watch a lot of tv but like I will occasionally and then once I do I'm like obsessed with tv shows so then it like mm-hmm. obviously cuts into reading time and so this year I'm just kind of just doing what I want like if I if I don't hit 150 it's not that big of a deal like there's not awards that go out like we're not at the Grammys. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish
1: there was I wish there was a book award
2: oh that would be so nice um but I'm honestly I'm, I'm glad that there kind of isn't though because then I think it would take the whole like bookstagram and reading to like another level where then I just wouldn't like it anymore. And then I would just stop doing it. Um, Cause yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm glad that it is the way it is. Obviously like we all put pressures on ourselves when it comes to like reading goals and stuff. And so this year, like, that's kind of like, yes, I have a reading goal, but I'm also kind of like, I'm allowing myself to do whatever I want to do. If that's reading, if that's watching TV, if that's, I don't know, going and doing things with friends, like I don't need to sit at home and read to meet a certain goal.
1: The putting pressure on ourselves to like finish a goal cut to me last year reading unhinged just so I could bring no. my country no. I'll never forget
2: that. I feel like that is a book that is a canon
1: yeah. event. <laughs> That was rough. No, did you know that Kendall is now suggesting that I read Stuffed, which is oh, about God. a pillow? Oh my god! and it's all your fault
2: I'm so sorry I take 100% blame for that um there was also so Alexis ended up reading it for her goal too and
0: oh
2: no it had like shown up on her goodreads and her sister or her boyfriend's um sister-in-law ended up texting her and was like <sighs> did you read unhinged <laughs> so it's rough. like it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> I am glad that I read it because I was very curious and that is why I read it because I kept seeing it on TikTok and I was like, I'm just going to read it because it just, it's like piqued my interest. I'm glad that I read it. Um, I will continue to recommend it to people.
1: The comments (laughs) about it on Goodreads were the best part. I know. (laughs) If you see this, no, you didn't. Yeah. Love it. No, I, so I set my goal this year at 50. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, you know, I did reach my reading goal of 75, yes. but I, at, towards the end of the year, I was like, feeling the pressure of getting it. Yeah. Um, and felt like I was forcing myself to read instead of like enjoying reading. Yeah. Um, so I set my goal at 50 this year. However, mm-hmm. I texted you the other day that I think you rubbed off on me. So, since I've been off two weeks, yeah. not off, but home for two weeks, um, <clears throat> I have read, like, I'm on book seven.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you? You're killing it.
1: But I've just, like, been in the mood. Like, yeah. the shows that I was watching, like, I, I told you I was re-watching The Bold Type. Yeah. Um. So, I've been doing that, like, when I eat and stuff. But other than that, like, I've just been in the mood to read. Yeah. So I'm striking while the iron's hot and yeah, taking exactly. advantage of it because my issue last year is 2 months out of the year I hit like a mega reading slump. Um and so that really like screwed me up on my goals. So I'm hoping to like really bypass that 50 and be able to ramp I'll I'll push it up if I bypass that 50, but Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal right now. If I read 100 books this year, somebody needs to take me to Universal Studios and buy me a new wand. That's, you know, that's what needs to happen.
0: Okay. <laughs> if,
1: if I reach 100 books this year, we'll just all go to Universal Studios. We'll yeah. take Alexis. Yes. We'll do a book club field trip to Universal Studios.
0: Yes,
2: sounds that sounds like a plan.
1: <laughs> so basically, I need to reach 100 books. The yeah. entire book club is counting on me. <laughs>
2: yes, the weight is on your shoulders. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. The last set of questions we had, um, we did have some questions on Instagram.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And a couple. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. This one came, I. these two people know you, apparently. Okay. <laughs> one of them is from the handle Tiny Tipsy Gardener.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: they asked about your current favorite genre and trope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then said, reading as much and often as you do is a newer thing from the past couple of years for you. What made you want to dive into the book world? If you had told elementary school aged Alyssa, she would be this much of a book lover. She would have laughed at you as she drove off in her Barbie Jeep.
2: Yes, so that is my childhood best friend. So we have been friends since kindergarten. That's where I met her. Um, So yes, she is 100% right. We were always like doing obstacle courses and we were not reading we were like going wild um so my favorite genre I think I kind of hammered out after it was thriller and trope still stands enemies to lovers I still am just yeah
0: ride or die
2: yeah, ride or die. And I have been, honestly, since I started reading like romance, um, I have always gravitated towards enemies to lovers. Um, it just, I don't know, it fuels my fire, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, was there another thing that I had to answer? Or was um,
1: there- what made you want to dive into the book world?
2: Oh, yeah. Honestly, I needed something to do, 2020. um, I was, like, focusing on, like, a lot of mental health things, obviously, because COVID was a very weird time. Um, I was in grad school. I was seeing, like, I had a set of clients that I had been working with that were college-age kids, and I never got to see them again. So, like, I had a, I needed something to do, kind of, like, not to be alone with my own thoughts, just because I, I was having, like, a hard time with the lack of closure that we all kind of got, like, we literally just, like, couldn't see each other for, like, a solid month, and it just was, it was very, it was a very wild time, so that's kind of why I started it up, and then, obviously, was, I was pregnant at the end of 2020, And after I had Jack in 2021, I didn't read. And then I had postpartum depression. So I, I needed, I couldn't figure out what I loved. And so like, I need, I was like, okay, I had started a book right before I had Jack and I had, I hadn't finished it. So I was like, I'm just going to finish this book. Like when he goes down like, for a nap or, like, to bed or something, like, I'm gonna see if I can get back into reading, and from that point on, like, it really helps me, like, work through, because obviously, like, after you have a kid, it's so hard to figure out what you even liked anymore, <clears throat> because you're so yeah. consumed with, like, taking care of someone else that, like, everything for you just goes out the window, and I right. didn't want it to be like that. I, yes, I'm a mom, but a mom isn't, like, who I am, like that's not all that I am. And so I had to like kind of figure out like what it is that I loved, what fueled me, the hobbies I wanted to do. And that was super important for me. So that's kind of from that point. So like the summer of 2021, that point to now, it's just been like reading, like that is my hobby and I love it and it fuels me. So that's kind of why I started reading. Amen.
1: (laughs) Amen. Um, the other question came from Olivia Watson Cordell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what is your all-time favorite book? What is your least favorite book?
2: Hmm. Okay, all-time favorite still stands, Say <laughs> so You Swear. My least favorite book. No. <laughs> I know that there was a book that I absolutely hated, but I, like, am blinking right now. Oh, okay. This is a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> so, but I hated Archer's voice. I don't and I have in my defense I have tried to read other Mia Sheridan books and I just don't like them. I think my problem is I have been in dark romance so long that like the sweet sappy reads I'm like this is horrible. Same
1: Same. that's been happening to me now.
2: Yeah so once you go dark I guess you never go back
1: because
2: (laughs) because I just and I honestly I don't think I had been too into the dark romance when I read it because that was one of like the early romance books that I had read I just didn't like it I just I don't know what exactly about it I didn't like but I just I don't know I just didn't vibe with it but that is a book that I know that a lot of people that are I'm friends with or a lot of people that I know they rave about that book it's like their ultimate favorite I just didn't like it I think it was just too sweet for me (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, I relate to that hardcore because, like, I started reading all these dark romance books and then I read that in five years that Carrie has, was yes. reading. Yes. And it was a great book, but, yeah. like, I needed more out of it. And it wasn't giving me the tension that I needed. And I was like, I've read too much dark romance. It's official. Yes, yeah. I <laughs> so understand. Okay. Um, so... One last thing that we have is a little game. So it's going to be this or that. um, And so we'll get your answers based off these questions. Um, So the first one is wand or sword. Wand. Wand. Okay. Harry Potter represent. Yes. (laughs) What Um, is your Hogwarts house? Have we talked about that?
2: I'm a Ravenclaw. I might be the dumbest Ravenclaw in the world. But I am a Ravenclaw.
1: (laughs) No, Ravenclaw, that fits. Emily and I are Hufflepuffs. Hallie's a Gryffindor.
2: Yeah. I'm a wannabe Slytherin. I really, really wanted to be Slytherin, but I knew that I wasn't. But my biggest flex right now is that I am a real life sorting hat. Everyone around me in my life, I'm like, I sort them and then I make them take the test and then I'm right.
1: (laughs) Okay, I did that to Hallie and Carly, and Carly, Hallie's sister, is a Slytherin, um, mm-hmm. and I knew that one. I was like, "There's yeah. no question about that. My this, whole family
0: <laughs> is each in a house, and I think that's the craziest <laughs> thing ever. it <'cause> is. <laughs> I'm a Gryffindor. Carly's a Slytherin. Go figure. Um, <laughs> mom is a Hufflepuff, which is very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and then and I are a lot of likes. That and then sense. Dad's a Ravenclaw, which makes so much more sense. Yeah. No, he said, I, I thought it. I was Gryffindor. I said, no, you're not.
1: No, no. <laughs> no
0: Thomas. No, you're not. That's um, Ride a dragon or have your own
1: wings?
2: Mm, I think I want to ride a dragon.
1: Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Um, well, we've probably already answered this. Friends to lovers or enemies to lovers?
2: Well, there's only one correct answer, and it's endless yeah. lovers. <laughs>
1: Amen.
0: <laughs> um, this may technically already be answered too: female or morally gray billionaire.
2: <laughs> um, morally gray billionaire. because there we that go. Is Christian Harper.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs>
2: um,
1: meet your favorite author or meet your favorite character.
2: Mm. I'm going to say author because I feel like if I was to meet my favorite character, they would let me down where like the author created them. And so they can keep creating greatness.
1: Same. Honestly, I would give that answer too, mostly because like as much as I would love to meet Katniss Everdeen, Mm -hmm. I really need to meet Suzanne Collins or Sarah J. Moss just to ask them about future characters and if they're going to write more books. (laughs)
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me meet Sarah J. Moss just so I can officially ask her. Can you please tell me that he's gonna dump Elaine to the yeah. side?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So final one: Hogwarts or Valaris? Mm, Hogwarts all the way. <laughs>
1: I'm in. I'm in. Listen, I got. I was telling them the other day. I have been playing Hogwarts Legacy on my Switch, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the minute I completed enough tasks to roam the entirety of the castle and the grounds outside (laughs) was the last day I completed any tasks because all I do is roam the castle and the grounds (laughs) outside. I love that. (laughs) I haven't done anything else.
2: Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah, I definitely this year... Or, I guess, technically, last year was my Harry Potter era. Um, I think the majority of the presents I got for Christmas all were Harry Potter themed. Um, um it were actually me and one of my other friends were going to Universal in, in the beginning of June, and so we're going there. Obviously, we're literally only going to go <laughs> to um, Harry Potter World, but um super excited, though. I I just, like, am obsessed with Harry Potter, honestly. It's just, it's become an obsession, and I will just reread the books for the rest of my life. <laughs>
1: uh, that, I mean, yeah, same. I reread them every year, so I understand yeah. that one. Hardcore. Yeah. Every time you read them, you get something new out of it. Exactly, and that's what
2: I like about rereading. I definitely hate the where sometimes you'll like love a book and then you reread it and then you're like oh my god this was not that good and then yes. that's why like a lot of times I won't reread my favorite books but I also like this year want to prioritize rereading just because like after I reread Twisted Lies again I was like okay no I still love it just as much if not more so I just need to you know reread the ones I love and if I end up not liking them that's fine <laughs>
1: Yes, that just means you've read better books since then.
2: Exactly.
1: (laughs) You know, your love of reading is only growing. Yes. Books are only getting better. That's what it means.
2: That's all we can ask for.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm going to visit uh, one of my and Hallie's cousins in March in California. Mm -hmm. And I've done told him, like, no, we're going to the Universal Studios (laughs) over there. And we're going to go to the Warner Brothers lot tour so I can go mm. see the friends and Gilmore Girls sits.
2: I'm so jealous. That is like a bucket list thing for me. I want to go
1: so bad. Same. Yes. The fact that I can walk around Stars Hollow and drink oh like coffee God. is like I know. my dream. I'm so, so <laughs> I'm very excited. I will be wearing a Gilmore Girls t shirt of some sort. Yes. Have to. Yeah.
0: Have
1: to. I'm excited. I don't. I'm still trying to decide what my caption's gonna be for that post because there's so many <laughs> good Lorelai quotes.
2: I know there are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That'll, I that'll
1: think the be one awkward. I say the most is the one sticker that I got from last month's book club was mm-hmm. um, "I need coffee and an IV." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. one's my favorite.
2: So accurate.
1: <laughs> yes. And I have noticed myself saying "oy" with the poodles already, <laughs> and then people look at me like I'm insane. Oh my gosh! Like you don't get it? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um. Okay. So just to kind of wrap it up, where can our listeners follow you?
2: So you can follow me on Instagram at Lyssa underscore elaine reads. I think is my yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, thank it is. you, Libya. Um. Mm-hmm. I do have a TikTok. It's the same at name. I never post on TikTok. People still continue to follow me, and I don't think I've posted in, like, a very long time. Um, I probably won't post on TikTok. I just can't do both. (laughs) I'm, like, I'm just a one. I have to be just a one social media thing. I just can't. I can't do more than one. So, obviously, just follow me on Instagram because that's where I always am.
1: I also tried to do a book talk and it lasted for a minute and now it's just like random TikToks I make. Yeah. So it's not even a book talk anymore.
2: Yeah. It's just it I mean honestly like I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I wish that I could just sit and make videos all day and make money from that." But I don't think people understand how much work and effort and time it really takes. Um obviously, I don't even know the brunt of it, because I don't do that, but right. it just, yeah, I just, I think that, you know, they're getting what they deserve, and they're putting all that work in, so I don't see that. Yeah,
1: my main problem is, is I tend to, like, this sounds really, like, dumb and cliche, but I tend to enjoy the moment too much, and then forget, like, and then I get home, and I'm like, you know, I could have videoed that, and put that on TikTok, and
2: Yeah, whatever. Good
1: video, but uh, yeah, (laughs) but like I enjoy the moment too much.
2: Exactly, but see, like that's not a bad thing. Like I feel like in today's world, there isn't a whole lot of enjoying the moment. It's more like just recording everything, and like that's also where I would get like almost frustrated because I was like, I just want to like I don't want to be on my phone all the time. Like I don't want to have to be thinking about like content. So I started like the end of last year just like if it if the idea sparks and I feel motivated to do it then I'll do it otherwise like I'm not like right I'm not gonna force myself to you know put in the effort
1: which that's why I texted you and told you to remind me about making that real at book club because yeah. I know I'll forget
2: yes I know that's just having one, too right. much fun Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. I know it's so hard. Like, I always will like leave and I'll be like, dang it, we didn't do this or we didn't take this picture or do this. And I'm like, dang it. But then like, I'll be like, okay, well, I'll remember next month. And I never do just because like we get caught up in the moment and we're talking. And, you know, next thing you know, it's like eight o'clock and, you know, people like need to go home. And I'm like, oh, are you sure you don't want to just stay forever?
1: (laughs) I know. Well, and that's why I'm hoping like when we take our group photo this month, that will at least like remind me if both of us forget. Yeah. I but think, watch us forget the group photo.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> never. <laughs> um, oh I I'm, am very interested to see what people thought about the book this month.
1: Yes. And they better all love it.
2: I know. Otherwise, you're kicked out.
1: <laughs> Not allowed to come anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because um, okay. we, I mean, we have quite a bit of people in the group that have never read fantasy. So, I'm very yeah. interested to see what they thought about the book. and i I'm am a little scared that maybe they don't like it, but I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, did your mom like it?
2: Um, she if she did finish it, she she said that it wasn't that she didn't like it. She just she said that she thought it was too long, and I said, "God, I wish I was longer."
1: <laughs> too long. I flew yeah. through that thing.
2: I know. She said that she she was like it was like twelve hours, and I was like, "Mom, there's some books that are like thirty six hours."
1: Literally, like,
2: I could look not.
1: Sarah J. Moss book.
2: I know, literally, like Crescent City is like in the thirties.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine
2: the um, shadow? <laughs> yeah, literally. I
1: I will be able to imagine it because I'll be listening. <laughs>
2: I know. Same. I will be too.
1: (laughs) I have a threefold plan. I will buy the book, have it on my bookshelf. I'm going to read it on my Kindle. And if I don't have it finished by the next day, well, by the the 31st, when I have to go back to work, I'm going to listen to it.
2: Yes, smart. You got to just, you know, set yourself up for success.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because I know well enough that it's a big book most likely not going to finish it in one day um and I also know that I'm going to get to work the next day and be jonesing without it so like I need to have the audiobook ready
0: yep
1: (laughs) if you fail to plan you plan to fail
2: exactly (laughs) (laughs) the
1: wise words of Taylor Swift yes um okay so one last question if you could come back on um, the podcast for a book review episode what book would it be for
2: hard question Ooh, I don't know um,
1: Keep on, Hallie doesn't read Dark Romance so it's probably not going to be one of those books <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, okay. Um, hmm. I don't know I feel like I get my feelings hurt really easily <laughs> so if someone doesn't like a book I'm like um okay I'm so sorry
1: <laughs> we um, will probably end up doing a powerless episode
2: yeah, I would love to be able to talk about that. Um honestly, like that was really the only one that I could think of like off the top of my head because I feel like there is so much to unpack in that. And like setting stuff up for like the next book and like the series and yeah I'm like I'm so excited that that was our book club read and that because I'm gonna have like specific questions and stuff ready so we can literally do nothing but talk about the book this time because there is so much to talk about so I feel like yeah that episode sign me up
1: Well, especially because, like, I'm proud that me plus two others recommended the book, so yes. there was, like, a really good chance of it getting in there.
2: I know, I know. I'm, I just, I, I feel like majority will like it, um. but I also could be surprised, so I don't know, but everyone that I've talked to, which literally is just you and Alexis, <laughs> but they really, well, and Chloe. So they all really, really liked the book. So I'm, okay. I'm hopeful.
1: Yes. Everyone better love it. Dang it. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Ashton's mom's going to like
2: it. I know. I know. There's a few people that I'm like, I'm wondering <laughs> if they liked it or not.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, We'll probably, we needed to do another, we've done a House of Earth and Blood review, Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to have to do a House of Sky and Breath review eventually, too, and Emily's going to come back on for that, but we could just do a double guest episode.
2: Yes, that would be so much
1: fun. Back on for this. Yes. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
2: Yes, thank you guys for inviting me and having me. It's been so much fun.
1: Yes, I was. Yes glad to have you on i mean i know we we tried to do this a couple weeks ago um then my mom had COVID, and then this time we tried to do it in person and you know we live in antarctica now so literally
2: i know hopefully the next time we can do it in person because
1: yes for sure it's just it's more fun in person but you know yeah you do what you gotta do yeah
2: yeah content yep
1: (laughs) um All right. Well, any last words for the listeners slash readers of the world?
2: Mm, I don't think so. I think, you know, if you read books, make a bookstagram. I think that should be the takeaway.
1: Yes. Amen. (laughs) All right. Well, um, thank you again for coming on. And I guess I'll talk to you probably at some point today (laughs) because we'll discuss something. Yes. Bye. Bye. Alright guys, um, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and the interview we did with Alyssa. Be sure and follow her on her Instagram at Alyssa underscore Elaine Reads. It will be linked in the description down below as well as as in our uh, Instagram post for the day. Be sure to follow our socials which are linked down below, both our uh, podcast social and our individual socials um hallie has a book talk and i have a bookstagram so be sure and follow us on there if you're interested and be sure and tune back in next week for another fantastic episode with family fiction be sure and rate us five stars and subscribe and all that jazz and we will see you guys in next week's episode thanks for listening bye